0: Welcome to this episode of IG Talk with Robert Smallwood, where we feature interviews with information governance leaders around the world, as well as discussions of IG news, events, and best practices. Today, as part of our IG Leadership Series, we're interviewing Andrew Isasi, VP of Advocacy for Vital Records Control, a Memphis-based information services company, which has 60 locations nationwide. Andrew, are you there?
1: I'm here, Robert. Thanks for having me.
0: So today we're going to talk about IG leadership trends and a little about personal development and personal career development in the IG space. And, um, Andrew, you've got uh, quite a long list of certifications in terms of your career development. Could you just uh, give our listeners a review of your certifications and the organizations they uh, came from?
1: Uh, Thanks, Robert. Yeah, absolutely. Uh you know education's been a big part of my life and certifications certainly fit into that the certifications i have listed in my current signature fellow of information privacy which is uh, awarded from the international association of privacy professionals and i also have the certified information privacy manager and certified information privacy professional uh, both also from the international association of privacy professionals Certified Information Security Manager certification is from ISACA. The Project Management Professional certification is from the Project Management Institute or otherwise known as PMI. The CRM is the Certified Records Manager from the Institute of Certified Records Managers, the ICRM. Information Governance Professional is ARMA's certification. And the Certified Information Professional is from AIM. And last, but not least, is the Fellow of Information Management from the African Institute of Information Management. Uh, as well, I have other certifications from CompTIA, such as Security Plus, Project Plus, and, uh, and other vendor type certifications. So I've been busy.
0: Wow. That's a lot of alphabet soup there. Sure uh, but it's, cer- it's certainly something that people need to take into consideration when developing their career. I know um, I had a student of mine, I teach information governance training classes, and she was out of work, and she had her CRA and her uh, CIP from AIM, Certified Records uh, Administrator from ARMA and CIP from AIM. She got the IGP certification and within three or four months had a new job with a $25,000 raise. Yeah, these certifications do make a difference in terms of the the marketplace, and um, sometimes it's a checkbox that you absolutely have to check to get through the next stage of the interview process um, when Human Resources is looking for people. That's just sort of their screening process. So uh, what advice would you have in in terms of – Advising IG pros on their resume and on their career development when job hunting.
1: Well, uh, that's a great question. The first thing that I would tell someone who is looking for uh, opportunities in the space is to collect a a portfolio of skills and accomplishments that they have throughout their career. They may already have a resume, uh, but their resume may not reflect some of the more modern accomplishments or skill sets that they've obtained. As as you know, Robert, teaching classes, there has been a lot of change and shifts in our industry. And sometimes uh, I've seen resumes that just don't reflect uh, those newer skills uh, effectively. So that's something that I first tell uh, individuals when they're looking for another position. And that's not necessarily updating resume. That's just data gathering on themselves and their career.
0: Yeah. And uh, your work has been featured on uh, CIO.com in their uh, resume makeover services. And so what specific recommendations would you have for people developing their resume and, and out there looking, especially people that might not have been out looking for a job for, you know, 10 years or more?
1: Yeah. First of all, The resume should reflect exactly what position or related positions the individual is accomplished for. Specifically, at the top of the resume, under the contact information, it should be clearly identified what roles you feel you're fit for. And below that should be a very succinct summary that validates your experience for those roles followed by a skills section. Think of your resume being read by someone like a newspaper where page one is critical and that top half of that page should have the most relevant content you need to know. If if that top half of the page does not resonate directly with opportunities you feel you're uh, a good fit for or jobs that are out there you'd like to apply for, then chances are your resume may not be seen by either a system or a person.
0: So, would you recommend tailoring your resume for a specific job um, and have maybe multiple versions of your resume? So, if you're maybe going after a job in banking and financial services, you would emphasize that kind of experience that you have. Or if you're looking for a job in healthcare, you may have some background there. Do Do you recommend multiple versions of a resume?
1: It certainly is not a bad practice to have multiple versions of a resume. I recommend having a. A general resume, if we're talking about the information governance space, a general resume on the IG space, and then that resume can be tailored for specific jobs. However, if someone has been working in their career for decades, and say at minimum two decades, three or four decades, he or she may have a significant amount of experience in various industries, and then it would make sense to have separate resumes. For different industries.
0: Got it. And in terms of career development, everyone needs a a mentor. I know I had one uh, when I was working at Wang Laboratories back in the 90s or late 80s, really, Um, Paul Burdick, who had worked at IBM. And one of the (laughs) favorite things I liked that he said was, people still get hit by trains. And what he meant was, you, you can see a train coming. It's slow moving generally, but people still make dumb mistakes. So try not to try to not to make a dumb mistake. And then he had another fr- phrase he would use and tell me and try to chop me down to size. I guess a little bit. He said, do you want to be right or do you want to be successful? <laughs> so, you know, uh, your ego can get in the, in the way of career advancement sometimes if you're insistent on being right or if you want to move forward and, and, uh, and work with a team. So everyone needs a mentor. How would you find them, And particularly for our millennials and younger viewers?
1: Sure. Well, I agree with you 100% uh, that everyone should have a mentor, whether it's a mentor for life or for your profession. Um, sometimes you can have one that can cover both. Other times you have to split it out. The best way I find to, to or I've found and heard to find a mentor is by reaching out to associations that you're affiliated with. Oftentimes they have a mentor program where people who have significant amount of experience and maybe some mentor training have volunteered their time, uh their talents and their energy to mentoring those who are either new in the profession or stuck. Uh organizations like Arma and the ICRM have mentor programs, and I know there's others as well uh, that have mentors queued up, ready to go. Uh, whether you're preparing for exams or preparing for that next move, or you just need to spitball something, or to your point, maybe you feel so right you need someone to validate or uh, it or, or challenge uh, your perspective on something uh, within the industry or your career. So. Uh, that's the easiest, the second best way to find a mentor uh, using social media tools. I know LinkedIn has subject matter experts or experts that uh, have also volunteered their time, and you can ask questions and solicit uh, at times hundreds of people uh, to respond to a question, and uh, those conversations are private in their messenger, and sometimes those are one-off uh, questions, and other times they can develop into uh, full mentoring. Uh, so I certainly encourage uh, one to explore uh, social media options, specifically LinkedIn for finding a mentor.
0: And do you have any last words or, or advice that you can impart to our listeners regarding career development in the IG space?
1: Well, that's a, that's a great question. I think that knowing that technology is not going away uh, with uh, newer concepts of AI and machine learning as they start to evolve quickly. And with uh, management trends like infonomics, uh, technology is something that uh, we, we shan't shy away from. We have to embrace.
0: I was going to say that uh, it's really a process, and particularly in the tech sector, of lifelong learning.
1: Absolutely. Yep. And Absolutely.
0: And I think uh, everyone should commit themselves to that. I think it's a good practice. No matter what profession you're in, um, and particularly with this faster-paced economy, where um, a lot of it is, uh, you know, the gig economy, where you may be working on projects and it might be six months or a year, and then you need a slightly different tool set for the next project. So, you know, continually updating and and upgrading your skill set and your qualifications, I think, is important.
1: True, and if you have no desire to do that, you may be in a position to hire resources that have those skill sets, recognizing your own strengths and weaknesses, and realizing that maybe that's not your your forte. And that's okay, too. Uh, at the end of the day, you have to get the job done.
0: Yeah, actually, the best advice I got in grad school, my favorite professor in graduate school was a Harvard-trained professor from Argentina. And he said, um, this was during an MBA program, he said, in business, it's better to strengthen your strengths. Rather than to strengthen your weaknesses. So, in other words, get really good at one thing, uh, rather than trying to be a jack of all trades. And you know, if you're not good at accounting or marketing, you you should hire those people and um, and trust them to do their their job. Great advice. Okay, thanks very much for joining us today, Andrew. Is with Vital Records Control, and we'll see you out there. Uh, you're you're actually talking to us from Phoenix today, even though you're. You're based out of Michigan, right?
1: That's correct. Happy to be in Phoenix this time of year in January. That's for
0: sure. Uh, I bet. Get away from some of that snow. All right. Thanks very much, Andrew. And we'll talk with you next time.
1: Sounds great, Robert. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of IG Talk, which features interviews of IG leaders, as well as IG news, events, and best practices. Listen in next time. This is Robert Smallwood.